Aloha. This is One God Church Online's podcast. I'm Reverend Enoch, and I have your title, Idling with Idols. You ever see how the crowds would act or react over the late Michael Jackson? The shaking convulsions, crying and wailing and going into fits. <laughs> yeah, they would faint right there maybe, huh? Yet look at how we act coming into the presence of God, coming into church, going to church. We barely even raise our hands. We barely even raise our voice when it comes to worshiping Him. But we could raise our voices at the concerts, at our favorite music. But we can't even mumble, praise the Lord. Look at how we act coming into the presence of God. It's like we drive up. We drive up to God. We drive up to Jesus on the on the road and we're like, yes, I believe. Wow. Oh my gosh, God, you are so awesome. You did so much things. I want all of your stuff. Put all of your stuff in here. You can put all of your stuff in the back seat. Come on, bro. Uh, jump in though uh, because I'm late. Uh, you have to go in the trunk because I got this party to go to. We, we tell Jesus, we say, wait, Jesus, uh, as we pull over, you know, to the side of the road in our life. And we say, wait, Jesus, uh, uh, I got to tell you something. You know, I'm, I'm going to go pick up my girlfriend. Hey, by the way, can you can you go over there uh, and just get into the trunk? And, uh, you know, that that's where you can ride. And uh, before you before you close the trunk and everything, can you grab that 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 bag in there? You know, not not that one, the one with condoms in it that I got from the drugstore you know just bring that up to the front for me because you know uh, as as you get and then get into the trunk you know because uh you know today's i've got plans to pick up my girlfriend uh, because tonight's our night you know oh jesus uh you know, as you know, here we pulled up at this Starbucks, you know, and they, hey, you roll the window down. You're, hey, Jesus, you know, can you uh, just tell him be, as before we pull off that I need a straw, uh, you know, to get a straw there for me? I need this. I need a straw, Jesus. Just tell the Starbucks attendant there, you know, the cashier, I, I need a straw before you go and get in the trunk. You know, I've, I've got an eight ball. I'm going to you know, snort a line or two before I go to class, you see, but you'll have to get in the trunk. We harshly pull over and we make Jesus get into the trunk. Make Jesus get into the trunk in our lives. In our faith, Jesus, go, Jesus, go get in the trunk. I, I got a business to run. Jesus, go get into the trunk. Uh, you know, my pain's more important. Uh, I don't have time to pray to you, seek to you, or go through the the process of this, all this stuff. Those who must believe and all this, and if you believe, you shall receive. Lot Jesus, all this humra stuff. Yeah, I, I get it. I've got the, the I've got the Buddha Jesus on the dashboard. You know the little thing there, the little bobblehead Jesus. I've got it. You know, you're right next to Buddha, and, and you know, uh, you know. Oh, your head fell off and it's in the floor. It's okay. I lost it, I think, but whatever. I used to have it there, but, it, you know, I got the cross, though, so I'm good to go. Just get in the trunk. Get in the trunk. I'm kind of upset today. I'll just be short with you today. Just get in the trunk, Jesus. I don't have time for you today. I'm the one who's driving. This is my life. This is my body. 
I am a spider. I'm a spider. I'm a woman, but I identify as a man. I'm a man, but I identify as a woman. Jesus, get in the trunk. I don't have time for this stuff. I was born this way. I'm going to have to actually just get out of the vehicle altogether. Because man wrote that book and I don't believe any of it. And we harshly pull over and we have Jesus get out. Whether he's in the trunk or we have him get out altogether, this is what we do as we idle with idols. It, it would be good for us to memorize these two verses, Matthew chapter 10, verse 39, and Matthew chapter 16, verse 25. We should definitely memorize these and reflect on them from time to time, provided you still have time, because actually that's running out. Jesus told us the end of time is near, but we don't believe it. We're like, no, get in the trunk. I have a job to go to. You see what I'm saying? We do it on a day-to-day basis, a week-to-week, a month-to-month, a year-to-year, and next thing you know, time is gone. But, oh, first thing we get sick or, you know, we get behind in bills or, or something bad happens, somebody dies in the family, a teenager hangs herself in a closet or something. death in the family oh Jesus for maybe a week if that maybe only a couple hours and then we're right back to the same thing chopping out lines on our cell phones rolling out blunts praising Tupac praising the next singer rapping to the beat turning the music up, letting the whole world hear it because that's our call. That's our war cry. You better fear me because I got the smoke rolling out the doors and the beat is hitting. My car's dragging low or it's or, it's, or I got this big truck, monster truck. You just better watch out. Here I come. And Jesus ain't in here at all. So you better fear me. See that sticker back there? It says no fear. See that bumper sticker? It says this ain't the mainland. See that bumper sticker? Go home, how ole. See that? All this stuff? This is the Aloha State, right? But it really means F off. This is how we say, I don't have time for you. I have to act harsh like I have to say these kind of things because I'm in control of this life. It's me. You have to toughen up. You can't act like a punk out here. You got to be strong and tough. These are the streets, man. You got to fight for your right. You want to identify as a spider? Go ahead. Each his own. To each his own. Jesus gets right in the trunk there too. Or he gets out of the vehicle altogether. As we go four-wheeling or drifting off into some kind of... Some kind of cycle in life where we get stuck. And we don't even know we're stuck. But in Matthew chapter 10, verse 39, it says, He who has found his life will lose it. And he who has lost his life for my sake will find it. Let's unpack this for you and free you. Amen. As as I uh, go in a little bit deeper, maybe we should look at a different translation. 
in here. Uh, if 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 you don't go all the way with me, through thick and thin, you don't deserve me. This is Jesus talking. If you don't go all the way with me, if you don't go all the way with me, if you don't go all the way with me through thick and thin, you don't deserve me. If your first concern is to look after yourself, then you'll never find yourself. But if you forget about yourself and look to me, you will find both yourself and me. You see, Jesus put us in our place, but he always drew a full circle and came back. And there's love in there. And many of us think it's abrasive at times when 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 God is trying to shake us and awake us and point us in the right direction. But the wisdom of his instruction, when God instructs us, when God corrects us, we should praise him and thank him for that. That, wow, you think I'm that important to scold me when I've done something that I shouldn't be doing. Through your word, you scold me. Through a preacher, through a teacher, through through a circumstance, you scold me. I see myself being scolded. I want a spiritual spanking. I'm reading Proverbs. I'm trying to look for you. But that may not be the truth because we've made him get in the trunk and we're looking at the Kobe Bryant poster instead or the poster of Tupac rolling a blunt or smoking a blunt we're looking at that that's more important to us and now we're doing the same thing because all we did was mimic our idol if you don't think that's true then look at what you've done already Look at what they do already. Look at what people do. Look at what we've done. I've done it. We we do these things. We we put some kind of idol up and then we do the same thing. If you look at the poster, you actually even dress the same way. You have the same haircut as Kobe Bryant. You've got the same uh you know little buzz there on your eyebrow as this rapper as this singer as this this famous idol that you have up you got the you got the same look oh it's in style and all this it all came from those things and it's okay to try to look cool and I'm not saying that but I'm just saying if you really looked at it man you were really went into the image of that instead of God saying I created you in my image can you imagine what you look like if you go into the image of what God created you to do to be and to see instead of putting him in the trunk or dropping him off at the city dump Jesus tells us how it is but it's if you listen to the way that he's te- telling us it's such in a loving way whatever version that you read it in he who has found his life will lose it that doesn't sound hateful and he who has lost his life for my sake will find it that's love Matthew chapter 16 verse 25 says who for whoever wishes to save his life will lose it but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it For example then as we look in a different translation maybe to help you unpack that uh, then Jesus went to work on the disciples as Jesus works on your heart right now anyone who intends to come with me has to let me lead You're not in the driver's seat. I don't belong in the trunk. You're not in the driver's seat. I am, Jesus says. Don't run from suffering. Embrace it.
Don't run from suffering by saying I'm a Christian and you can't take the heat when you go to school and when you go to work on a day-to-day basis. You can't put on the Jesus Save shirt because you're too afraid to go out there and and hear the ridicules and the scoldings. You can't make that post about Jesus that he is exactly who the Bible says that he is on social media because you'll get hammered. Instead, you're going to make a post about that we've never been to the moon because we can only go 239 miles into space because that's what NASA's new uh, standard is, which was set there because they were cut back. They had cutbacks. Their money was cut off. Their funding was cut off. And now we discredit that we never went to the moon when there's actually a military base on there. Time and time again, we fall for all these things. The tricks of the enemy to discredit what God has done through us. So as I repeat this one more time, as I go through this and unpack this for you, then Jesus went to work on the disciples as he's working on your heart, as I said. Anyone who intends to come to me, to come with me, has to let me lead. You got to let me lead. You're not in the driver's seat. I don't belong in the trunk. You're not in the driver's seat. I am. Don't run from suffering. Embrace it. Follow me and I'll show you how. Follow me and I'll show you how to do these things. Follow me and I'll show you how. Self-help is no help at all. Self-sacrifice is the way. My way. Self-sacrifice is the way. My way. To finding yourself your true self. What kind of deal is it to get everything you want but lose yourself? What could you ever, what could you ever trade your soul for? Don't be in such a hurry to go into business for yourself. Before you know it, the Son of Man will arrive with, with the splendor of the Father, accompanied by the army of angels. You'll get everything you have coming to you. A personal gift. What will that look like with the life you're living now? This isn't a pie in the sky by and by. Some of you standing here are going to see it take place. See the Son of Man in kingdom glory. Some of you listening are going to see the Son of Man in glory. Some of you. That means that some of you are not. This is how Jesus taught. This is how Jesus spoke. He didn't walk on eggshells. So who's the idol? So who's the idol? What or who has become your idol? What poster or screensaver do you have up? You know what kind of toothbrush Kobe used? You know what kind of shampoo Tupac used? And you know the nail polish Kim uses and the dishwashing detergent, but you don't know much at all about Jesus. And the gospel. How many books are in the Bible? Or or maybe just to say it, what's what does James chapter 2.13 say? Maybe it's for the judgment will be merciless to the one who is shown mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. James 
chapter 2, verse 13. But never mind that. Mariah Carey has eight green pairs of shoes. Can you believe that? I mean, wow, her bags are all animal-free products. She's not a vegan and has 18 wigs now. It's so over overwhelming. Oh my goodness, it's so overwhelming. Tupac loves Swisher Sweets and I and had a backup singer roll his blunts with honey and cocaine. How awesome is that? I mean, are you kidding me? What? Exodus chapter 20 uh, verses 3 through 6 says, You shall have no other gods before me. You should not make for yourself an idol or any likeness of what is in heaven or on the earth beneath or in the water under the earth. You shall not worship them or serve them for I, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God visiting, visiting the iniquity of the fathers of the fathers on the children on the third and the fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing loving kindness to thousands to those who love me and keep my commandments. Does that sound like you're supposed to go up to Theotokos and venerate? I get it. It's going to be a lot of people that are going to raise hairs and stuff. Where does it say that? I get it. There's a lot of things that are in the Bible, but it clear. it's just like saying, well, well, should you shoot yourself up with cocaine? Should you should you do crack? Should you you know snort lines of uh, this? Should you crush pills and and you know you know this and that? And should you do this? Should you you know snort and crush the pills? Should you do that? Should you do this? Should you pop the button? Should you do a beer bong? You know? Should you you know whatever it is? It doesn't say that in the Bible. Should you smoke dope? Is it illegal? Should you not do this or whatever? Your body is a holy temple of God. And it's the thing is, is all these things become idols. We worship them. You imagine how much how much people worship Mary Jane? How many people worship the 420? How many people worship the idea? The pot leaf is on the shirts. It's the you got the cookies hat. You have all these different you know wares and sportswear that 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 are glorifying this. And so it's an idol. We, we don't even see it coming. We don't even get it. What's that sticker on your skateboard? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Do you see it? Do you see it? Think about First John, chapter five, verses nineteen through twenty-one. We know that. We know that we are, we know that we are of God and that the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. And we know that the son of God has come and given us understanding so that we may know him who is true. And we are in him who is true in his son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and the eternal life. Little children, guard yourselves from idols. Amen. 
Think about Colossians chapter 3, 5. We're just on and on that, that God is speaking to us. Man, we need to we need to understand that, that there are things that have become idols and that's what he wants to bring before you. Not sit here and ridicule you and criticize you and make you feel like junk. Because you're awesome. You're wonderfully and perfectly made. Fearfully made. God knows the hairs on your head are numbered. You're very important to God. But God wants you to understand that don't put stuff before me. Stop I, Stop worshiping that poster. Stop worshiping those people. Stop defending them. Every time somebody says, well, look at that poster or this or that, you sit there and defend them. And you would fight to nearly the death in a conversation in a social media thing for sure. Over this idol. Of this person who's become an idol. You would. You would defend them, but we don't defend the gospel at all. We're afraid. We're afraid. Colossians chapter 3 verse 5 says, Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, Evil desires, greed, which is idolatry. Yeah. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Jonah chapter 2, 8, this is how Jesus would tell us, you know, those who cling to worthless idols turn away from God's love for them. I love you so much that I need you to understand that you're looking at this idol. You're putting this stuff before me. I love you. I gave my life for you. I gave you my only begotten son to take on to pay the debt for your sin. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life none of us are righteous not even one of us many of us will start waving that flag like oh I don't do any kind I don't do that kind of stuff and many of us start that we go through this thing or is it or is it as it stated in Judges to, to cry out to did it, I mean it states in Judges right it states in Judges to cry out to Missy Elliott to cry out to Beyonce to cry out to Kim Kardashian to cry out to Kobe Bryant to cry out to them that, 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 that they can save you to cry out to Tupac Pac I need you Pac Pac I need you Power Man 5000, come to me in my time of need. Oh, help me, Ozzy Osbourne. Tyson, help me. Elvis, please help me. No, no, no. Judges chapter 10, 14 says, Go and cry out to the gods you have chosen. Let them save you when you're in trouble. God is a jealous God. He doesn't play. Go ahead and cry out to those gods that you have chosen, those idols. You know, let them save you when you're in trouble. You couldn't wait on me. I, victory was right around the corner, but you couldn't wait on me. You went right to that poster. You fell right for that poster. You fell right for that gig. You fell right down that rabbit hole of lies. Man wrote the Bible or all this stuff. All this hate speech, grown here, not flown here. All these kind of hateful things. God doesn't play. You know, when they, when they, when Elijah came back into town and they made fun of him, go home, Baldy. And 
Elijah says, God, will you do something with these people? And the bears come out and mangle up all, every one of those kids. Young men of age, Moe's. God doesn't play. But God is a loving God. God is a just God. That was just. It's Old Testament, but it's just. But God is the same God that He's always been. He's coming back to judge the living and the dead. Jesus is coming back. It's real. It's not a joke. It's not a cat and mouse game. It's not a, if you want to identify as a cat or a mouse or a chicken or whatever, and God comes back and you're pecking around or meow, meow, oh Jesus, I come back and it's like, oh my gosh, you know, and you're supposed to notice and be awake, but you're over there licking yourself like a cat in the corner, or you're over there taping yourself down, trying to act like you're a man or, or, you know, you're, you're faking it, you know, or whatever it is, trying to be something that you're not. And you're, you're blinded by this way of life. You're blinded by this sinful nature that you've got. And you put in all these things, you're putting your pride before God. You're putting a lie before God. You're wearing a costume. You're playing dress up. God's like, I want you to start taking life seriously. Enough of this cat and mouse game. Enough of this stuff. Time is running out. You can see like the sand. If you just put the time, you look at your time. It's running out. Time has already run out. It's running out. And there's going to be a time when there is no more time. There'll be no more. Let's wait. Wait till tomorrow. It's like today you're supposed to study for the test because you have a, t- a, t- a test tomorrow and you go to the beach. Or you roll a bunch of blunts and you have a blunt-a-thon. Or you snort a bunch of lines of cocaine and watch anime all night. Or play ping pong or whatever it is. Or tennis. Or you drive around looking cool. Picking up chicks. Or you emptying a box of condoms in the back seat with your girlfriend. Next thing you know, oh, uh, I don't know how to pay all these bills. Now I have a kid coming. Let's just throw it in the trash. That's what everybody else is doing. We don't need to get married. Now there's another girl out there with a that's been pregnant. His life is destroyed, turned upside down. No home, no house. Next thing you know, you're asking. You pass by the homeless person. You pass by him. You're like, oh, what a disgusting person. That could be you. Because you can't tell yourself no. Gave up on life. doors open there are doors opening that many people are going to walk through gimmicks tricks some of them lead to cold basements and cellars prisons they're locked behind them prisons of doubt prisons of drug addiction porn addictions sexual impurity Complaining, doubting God, and the door locks right behind you. But you can always cry out to Missy Elliott, Beyonce, Bryson Tiller. You can always cry out. Help me. Cry out to the gods that you have chosen. And let them save you when you're in trouble. Yeah. It's kind of Elijah thing, huh? 
Seems like it, yeah. This is the kind of thing that Elijah would say. But it's the same way that Jesus would talk. He would put people in their place. Choose today whom you will serve. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And look, life is not easy, especially a Christian life. In fact, the whole reason Jesus, Jesus, when Jesus was coming, those who must follow me must lose their life. Look, you got to put all this stuff behind you. Wait, Jesus, I need to bury my, 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 uh, my mom, I need to bury my dad, I need to bury my sister, my mom, I need to go to this funeral, I need to go to dinner, I need to say goodbye. Let the dead bury the dead, Jesus said. Look, what I'm doing is way more important than what you got going on in your head right now. What I'm doing and what I have for your life is way more better than what's going on in your head right now all TikToking. What I have for you and the plans I have for you plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a hope in the future, but yet we reject God's word because it's not good enough for us, or we don't have the, we, we don't have the backbone to wait or go through the process, and God's like, man, if you could just wait, I'm molding something into place. I've been fixing and refining you because I don't make junk. I know exactly what I'm doing. Revelations chapter 9 verse 20 says the rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues still did not repent of their work of the work of, of their hands they still did they still did not stop worshiping demons and idols of gold and silver and bronze stone and wood and idols that cannot see hear or walk but the rest of mankind the rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues still did not repent of the work of their hands. This is in Revelation chapter 9 verse 20. The end of time is near. And are you going to be sitting there praying to idols and gods? Are you still going to be saying, you know, O Theotokos, have mercy on us and, and all these things? And I get it. I get it. I'm sorry. But think about what we are saying. Are you going to follow a tradition or are you going to follow me, Jesus is saying? Wait, I'm going to follow this tradition. That's what you say. And that's what you just said. And that's what they say. Wait, I'm going to follow this tradition. Hold on a second. I'm offended. And you should be ashamed for being offended. Because the word of God is what we should be defending. Not tradition. For you were called to freedom, brethren, not only to turn your freedom into an opportunity for the flesh, but through the love, serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word, in the statement, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, take care of, that you do not be consumed by one another. I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh. For the flesh sets its desire against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. For these are in opposition of one another, so that you may not do the things that you please. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the deeds of the flesh are evident. The deeds of the flesh are evident, which are immorality, 
impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, amenities, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger. See, disputes, disputes. No, it's 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 traditionalism. It's it's not traditionalism. It's the Church of the Apostles. It's it's the right way. Disputes, dissensions, factions, envying, drunkenness, carousing, and like these. Which I forewarn you, I forewarn you, just as I have forewarned you, that those who practice such things will not inherit. What? What? Will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the spirit, you see, here's the full circle. But the fruit of the spirit is love. Joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Self-control wouldn't be lashing out like, "No, this is the right church. No, this is the right way. No, I have rights. No, this. No, that." Self-control against such things. There is no law. Now, those who are who belong to Christ, those who belong to Christ Jesus, have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. Let us not become boastful, challenging one another, envying one another. Galatians, chapter five, verse thirteen through twenty-six. So what then, my brothers and sisters? If God is for us, who could be against us? You see, it's clearly not the enemy that's out there that we have to worry about. It's the inner me. It's the me that says yes to those ideas, yes to our flesh, yes to the trickery, dickery doc that the devil has out there for us, and we fall for these things, these videos, these postings, these new、uh, knowledge. There is nothing new under the sun. Amen. If we follow the Word of God, there is so much wisdom there for all of these things. If you want a rebuttal that will change the world, then take that rebuttal with you, with the strength of knowing that you have to change. Change the way that you're thinking. Change the way that you're feeling. Change the way that you're reacting to things, and change the way that we are going back to the same ways of thinking and acting in our flesh by choosing our flesh. Choosing our pride over the presence of the Lord. So throw away all the idols, all the Pokemon stuff, all the Buddhas on the dashboard, all the posters that are leading you into dark places. I get it. It's okay to be a fan, but it's more important to be a follower of Jesus. Than a fan of Kobe Bryant, than a fan of Tupac, than a fan of whoever it is, or whoever it was. But Jesus is, and Jesus is coming back soon. So repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. In Jesus' name. So what then? What are you going to do with what you've heard today? Are you going to walk away, all puffed up in anger, all puffed up in knowledge, thinking that you know more than what God knows? 
all offended because someone's name was mentioned or a fan, you're a fan of one of the people, Michael Jackson or whatever. Are you going to understand that God is saying, I'm kind of offended when you're sitting there acting the way you do about at these concerts. I'm kind of offended that you cheer for these people, but yet you can't even say praise the Lord in church. You can't even say praise the Lord in private. As a matter of fact, you can't even say two minutes of prayer. But you can listen to a six-minute song, a three-minute song, and bump along with it, and you can even repeat it ten times. But you can't even read one Bible verse? I believe this is what God is trying to tell us in a loving way because He loves us. Look, turn away from yourself. Seek my face and turn from those ways of thinking because I love you because I chose you. Amen? So what then are you going to do now? As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Are you going to seek the Lord? Are you going to turn from our ways of, of those same ways of going back to things? Are we going to serve the Lord and let Him be glorified in our life? Are we going to stop putting Jesus in the trunk? Are we going to pull over and give Him the keys and say, I need you to drive. I'm making a mess of my life. I shouldn't be doing these things. I know I shouldn't be living this way. Here, Jesus, you drive. You don't even have to dangle the keys. Just give them to him. And let him drive. Amen. Please join me in prayer. Oh, Heavenly Father, we come into your presence, broken vessels, Father God. Hardened hearts. Angry. Upset. Holding grudges. Offended. Lord, let us step into your presence, washed clean of anything that would separate us from coming into your presence. Anything, wash us clean. Anything that could be held against us by Satan or any of his evil latching cohorts. Redeem us in our timeline. Acquit us from any charge that could be held against us. Let Jesus' blood speak on our behalf. As we'd be seated in the courts of heaven like Daniel 3, absolve and acquit us from any of those charges. Anything in our bloodline. Break the chains of bondage. Deliver us, Father God. Heal us. Touch us. Set us free. Set us free, Father God. Jesus. Deliver us from ourselves. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Come through for us, God. Touch us, make us whole. Anoint us that every place we go, the glow of your spirit is on us. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Your healing touch is within us, Father God. Let us pray and have the faith. Increase our faith, Father God. Increase our faith, Father God. Let your healing power of touch be in our lives. That everywhere we go, Father God, your presence devours all the evil situations, all the sickness, disease, and death, all the pain and drug addicts, things, all the all the all the sinful things, all the, the demonic forces that may be hindering or, or uh possessing or whatever it may be let your presence alone make them flee as we step into the room with you being with us Lord devouring all those evil things in Jesus name give us the faith and the courage to stand strong and to stand up for your word to defend the gospel to speak the truth 
not be afraid. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. We praise you and thank you for life, Father God. Praise you and thank you for life. Give us everything you have in store for us. Don't leave one single thing out. Open the floodgates, Father God. Open the floodgates. Anoint us for service. Anoint us for greatness. Let your miraculous, miracle-working power be with us this week as we go into our jobs, into our schools, into the places where we commune with other people, as we go shopping, as we go and get gas, whatever it is that we're doing, Father God, go with us. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In nomine Padre, Filii, Spiritus Santos, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, unto ages of ages. We accept you, Jesus Christ, for defeating death by death on the cross. We ask you as we hand you the keys, drive. We're making a mess of our life. We thank you, Father God, for sending your Son, Jesus, to defeat death by death on the cross, to pay the price, the debt of our sin, to free us from our wrongdoing. Let us put your poster on the wall. Let us put your song in our heart. Let us sing it joyfully and rejoice because today is the day that the Lord has made. And Lord, we will be glad and rejoice in it. We accept you. Forgive us for all of our sins. We believe that you are our God. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, we trust in you and rely on you. Drive. Boldly, we ask you to drive. Earnestly, we ask you to drive. Sincerely, we ask you to drive. In Jesus' name. In nomine Padre, Filii, Spiritus Santos, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, to ages of ages. May you walk into this dark world, carrying the light of the gospel forevermore. Put that poster in.